Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis, and here are the movies premiering this week. But before we do that, Travis. Yes, sir. Hello. Hi there. Good morrow to thee. <laughs> I don't know where Good that came from. Good morning to you. <laughs> don't know where, I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry. My apologies. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Good morning, Starshine. The Earth says hello. <laughs> uh, thank you for that. Uh, You're welcome. How's your week been going, man? Oh, it's been... It's been a week. Let me tell you. It's just been busy. Go, go, go. Uh, did you, by chance, have a chance to... Chance? Uh, watch any movies? I had two chances, and those chances led to watching two movies. And which ones were those? So the first one I watched was Bo is Afraid. Okay. How was that one? That movie was really freaking weird. Yeah, that sounds about right. uh, So... I've been a big fan of Ari Aster's for a while. Uh, I love his horror movies. Uh, this one is a lot different from his other work. Um, it's about three hours long. Wow. Um, and it, it, I'd say it's split up into three different parts. So, like, okay. the, first, the first part of the movie is more of a, like, dystopian sort of, like, other reality movie. And then the second part would be, like, a more artsy sort of, I guess, yeah, I, I would say artsy-fartsy sort of movie. Um, just more, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just more artsy, more, like more set design more more colors i guess is the best way i can describe it and then the third part is kind of more horror-ish okay okay without it being a horror movie so it, it was really weird but the but the performances were solid. um i wouldn't go out and recommend it um only if you're looking for a weird movie gotcha gotcha um uh- so then oh did you want to say something on that one nope nope you're good oh okay okay and then the second movie i saw was guardians of the galaxy volume three how was that one i really enjoyed it um it is a fitting end to the guardians franchise um it tugs at your heartstrings um it's got the first f-bomb in the movie Oh, they did sneak one in? They did sneak one in. And, yeah, if you like Guardians of the Galaxy and you want to watch the last part of of the series, then I highly recommend it. It, It's a good one. Yeah, go check it out. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Did you watch anything? What do you think? (laughs) Well, from what it sounded like, uh, from well, okay. Before the show, we discussed what you kind of did over the weekend, mm-hmm. and it sounded like you were doing yard work. So I don't think you did. Yeah, lot, lots of yard work. Lots of yard work. Yeah. Uh, we actually have 
yard next to our driveway again, which is nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Finally cut back the the branches of the neighbor's bushes that were encroaching on our area. So Sure. Uh but yeah, it uh let's just say my my you know, my arms are super tired and uh I'm I'm done for the year. Uh, <laughs> uh, I wish. So so John's lawn will be extra extra lawn long by by the time it snows again. Yep. Awesome. Yep. I like it. We'll have three, four foot tall grass and all that kind of stuff. It'll be fun. It it it'll look like the African Serengeti. Yeah. Yep. No, I do. I did I get a it. new uh, weed whip though, so that was fun. Ooh, nice. Yeah. But this, I mean, we have a, a really small yard, so it's just a little battery-powered one. Sure. And, I mean, it gets the job done, but, you know, it's not the best, so. Hey, 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 a new toy is a new toy. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, I got to play with that a little bit and... Sweet. Yeah, you know, scratch myself up with the with the branches, and that's always yes. fun. Oh, that's the best. Mm-hmm. Well, I had to sit there and crawl underneath them to get everything cut up and everything and all that but well you are not a short dude so it's like that that's a a feat (laughs) i have a very tall center of gravity (laughs) yes you do (laughs) uh but uh but yeah no you got uh got some stuff done and i got a few bags of mulch to put down on on the different stuff that we have but we're gonna need probably you know five times as many as i got sure Sure, sure. So that that's gonna be fun doing, but yeah, lots of fun, lots of fun. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. <laughs> what do you say we uh, hop into some movie news here? Going. Let's let's do it. All right. The first one that we have is actually uh, stopping, and that is the the production of Blade. Uh, and basically, it looks like production has been halted uh, because of the writer strike that is uh, currently going on. Oh wow. Okay. So. Uh, I think that was they were saying like that's the first kind of big tentpole movie that mm-hmm. production was halted on for for this strike, and uh, yeah, it's just kind of I, I I have some feelings on the subject, but you know I it's also one of those things where I don't have all of the information, so right. I don't feel like I have the best opinion. All right, so. I didn't I didn't even hear like I I I heard rumblings about a strike possibly happening. But I guess I just don't know enough. Mm-hmm. I, I I guess I just don't really know enough to really, I guess, form an opinion on everything. Right, right. And so, uh, I mean, this is this is the the first strike since the two thousand seven one. So you know, fifteen, sixteen years. That was about to be my next question, and when the last one was. Yeah, that that year that uh, all the TV shows just kind of went bleh. Yeah, they did. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where it definitely killed a couple of shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, I know a big one was Heroes. Yeah, that didn't fare that one too well. Yeah, the first season was amazing. Second season mm-hmm. was affected by the writer's strike, and everybody was basically like, yeah, we're done. God, I can't remember which season of Breaking Bad it was, but it was a, I think it was either two or three that was affected by the strike. <sighs> yeah, and I know uh, Friday Night Lights was affected too. Yep. Oh yeah. Like, people are like, yeah, it was one of the worst seasons for Friday Night Lights as well. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, a bunch of shows just kind of fell off to the wayside because of that strike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Um, and then yeah, I mean like 
a bunch of the late night talk shows and stuff were basically off the air for a bit or like with uh, late night with Conan O'Brien way back in the day Mm -hmm. Um, basically uh, around November 5th is when reruns they started doing reruns and then they went back to new shows on January 2nd of 2008 but there wasn't any writers and so it was literally like Conan asking or like having conversations with the person in the booth or seeing how long he could spin his wedding ring on his desk you know it was just stuff like that because you know he wanted to or not necessarily wanted the show to air but mm-hmm. um i think it was something in the con in his contract or something that he had to be back but he didn't want to do anything without his writers mm-hmm. and so uh yeah it was like a month and a half of episodes without writers yeah, I remember those episodes. They were really, really weird because, mm-hmm. yeah, he just didn't have any writers and he, he was doing anything and everything to try and, you know, keep a show together. Right, right. And then I know, like, kind of going through some of the stuff, uh, shows with shortened seasons, mm-hmm. 30 Rock, second season, right. uh, Big Bang Theory, first season. Wow. Uh breaking bad first season okay uh and then they only made seven of nine okay and hank was planned to be killed off at the end of season one that's right but his character was spared since these episodes weren't written due to the strike Mm -hmm. uh but yeah so blade has been halted um i'm sure other stuff is going to be halted or shut down um Mm -hmm. you know this obviously this is just here in the states this doesn't affect tv shows uh you know across the pond or anything like that sure so uh we'll have to see how it all goes oh so doctor who won't get canceled darn it i'm just wow sorry you can send your hate mail whovians any any whovians uh send it to uh travis uh facebook.com slash movies that thing or twitter and instagram at movies that thing no spaces dash slash anything like that at movies that thing uh and that that was that was Travis that said that that was Travis. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about my Whovian or don't talk about my Doctor Who. Sorry, wow. that was bad. <laughs> wow, it's like you're trying to start a war, man. I I know. <laughs> well, I am a lord. Wow, that was so bad. <laughs> Moving on to our next one, Lord of War, the movie with uh, Nicolas Cage way back in the day, I is getting that a one, sequel. Yeah. Okay. Called Lords of War, and filming will begin fall of 2023 with Nicolas Cage returning, and Bill Skarsgård as his son. Skarsgård. So that means Jared Leto will not return. So that's good. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> He was in the first one, sorry. If that didn't make any sense. <laughs> Jared Leto? He sure was. Was he supposed to be his son or something? I don't remember if it was his son or if he was like a protege of his. Uh, well, on IMDb, they have the same last name. Oh. So uh, Nicolas Cage is Yuri or- Orlov and Jared Leto is Vitaly Orlov. Oh, so maybe another son of his? We'll have to see. I don't remember the movie too well, if he had two sons or what, but yeah, we'll have to see. 
And uh, I mean, this is this is the one where the opening shot was basically just following the life cycle of a bullet, right? Yep. And then it got it goes to Nicolas Cage. Uh, sure I mean, this does. is oh man, this is almost twenty years ago. Yeah, they should have released a sequel probably a little sooner, but I mean, Nicholas Nicholas Cage is having a little bit of a of a comeback here. He's having a cage essence. <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. I mean, so. what with the uh, unbearable weight of mass of talent and Pig and uh, Renfield. Yep, I, I never did have a chance to watch that. I'm super sad. I mean, it is out on video on demand right now. I'm sure it'll be coming to uh, some other places pretty quick here. That's true. I'm sure I'll be able to catch it here soon. Probably, probably. Yeah. That's the that's the hope. But yeah, uh, Bill Skarsgård and Nicolas Cage will be in Lords of War. It's going to be filming fall of this year, so pretty soon. I look forward to it. All right. Yeah, yeah. How very gentlemanly of you. <laughs> Get it? Because gentleman is a Guy Ritchie movie. I gotcha. That was a good one. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate You're that. You're welcome. Speaking of Guy Ritchie, apparently Henry Cavill, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Isaac Gonzalez are all joining Guy Ritchie on his new movie. Guy Ritchie, he's so hot right now. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, but yeah, it looks like basically we, we've got cans coming up here pretty quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, it's, this new movie is being you know kind of shopped around a little bit. Okay. Uh, so we'll have to see how it all goes. Well, I always look forward to a new Guy Ritchie movie, so heck yeah, mm-hmm. let's do it. It should be should be pretty fun. We don't have a lot of uh, details, mm-hmm. uh, but as, as of right now, it looks like uh, it will revolve around two extraction specialists who must plan an escape path for a high-level female negotiator. Ooh, that sounds interesting. So... Superman and Nightcrawler, but not that Nightcrawler, the other Nightcrawler. And no, not that, not that one either. The the other one, the creepy one. That's not actually blue. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this it it feels like this uh this movie could be pretty out of this world. To the moon. Oh no, that was so bad. <laughs> Speaking about out of this world and into the cosmos. Mm-hmm. The uh, Carl Sagan biopic that we've talked about before. We talked about last week or the week before? I don't remember which one. It was one of those, yeah. Yes. Uh, but we know who's going to be playing Carl Sagan and uh, also who is going to be playing Andrewian. And okay. that will be uh, Andrew Garfield and Daisy Edgar Jones. Ooh, okay. So Andrew Garfield is going to be playing Carl Sagan. That'll be interesting. I, I don't put um, it past him. Andrew yeah. Garfield is pretty dang amazing yeah he can do anything yeah um but yeah it'll, it'll be interesting to see uh how how that all goes and then uh daisy edgar jones the only real one that i know uh from daisy edgar jones mm-hmm. and it's a, a little bit of a newer one and that's where the crawdads sing oh i never did see that one but that movie did very well Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it really did. Uh, and yeah. then she's the the uh, main character in that one. And she's also gotcha. in the TV TV version of War of the Worlds as Emily Grisham. Uh, oh, okay. Grisham, 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 Grisham. Uh, close enough. One of the two. 
<laughs> so, uh, that is a thing. Uh, and then it does look like uh, Sebastian Lelios mm-hmm. is is going to be directing it. You know him? The name set doesn't sound familiar. Uh, nothing really that I can see that I would know him from. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, kind of a newer director for us. Okay. I mean, he's he's been working since around. I mean, his first directorial credit on IMDb is 1995. So, he's been working for a little while. Oh well, middle nineties. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll have to see how this one goes. It should be it should be interesting. Like I said, uh, Andrew Garfield as Carl Sagan, and then Daisy Edgar Jones as Andrewian. Okay. Well, awesome. I look forward to it. That that's uh, that's good. That's good. I really don't have a segue for this one, um, but uh, we'll just head right into it. Uh, Scoot McNary is going to be joining uh, Speak No Evil, the Blumhouse horror movie remake that's coming in. Oh, that's okay. Yep. Uh, yep. And so uh, James Watkins is going to be writing, directing it. Okay. Uh, trying to think. That name sounds very familiar. Uh, okay, so he directed The Woman in Black with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, I didn't like that movie very much, but I'll give him I'll give him a little bit of credit. It was decent. Okay, and then he also directed Eden Lake in 2008. Never saw that. With Kelly Riley and Michael Fassbender. Okay. Uh, refusing to let anything spoil their romantic weekend break, a young couple confront a gang of loudish youths with terrifyingly brutal consequences. So, I mean, this is this is 2008. Okay. So that would have been. When was so 20? Yeah, 2010 was Jonah Hex, and then 2011 was X Men First Class. Oh, and then, then 2009 was Inglorious Bastards. So, mm-hmm. uh, basically, Michael Fassbender. I guess he was in 300 too. Or 300 as well, I should say. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Michael Fassbender really didn't have as ha- a household of a name back then. Right. Um, but yeah, until you know the next year when Inglorious Bastards came out. And then, then he kind of got uh, his pick of stuff there. Right. Yeah, that one kind of kind of made, made him a little popular. Just a little bit, yeah. J- just a wee bit. Tiny, tiny bit. Uh, but yeah, Scoot McNary is joining in. Um, he's been he's been in a lot of stuff, but just not as like main focus, I guess. Mm-hmm. As uh, some other people. <laughs> sure, he's just sort of like a off to the side character actor more than anything. Yeah. So like in Argo, he was Joe Stafford. Okay. In uh, A Quiet Place Part Two, he was Marina Man. Okay. He was Mr. Prim in Lyle Lyle Crocodile last year. Never did see that. Uh, business Bob Gilbert in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Uh, he was Gordon Clark in 40 episodes of Halt and Catch Fire, if you watched any of that. Uh, Wallace Keefe. He was Wallace Keefe in Dawn of Justice. Oh, he was the the um, guy in the wheelchair that got uh, blowed up by Lex Luthor. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. I was trying to think of what guy in the wheelchair were you talking about, but yeah, that's right. In the uh, courtroom? Yep. Yep. 
Yep, where basically Superman saved him, but he ended up in a wheelchair kind of thing, and so there was this whole thing. That's how they kind of were. They were parading him in front of Congress mm-hmm. to be like, "Hey, Superman is actually bad," and then blew him up. That was a, uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, that, that yeah. was quite the scene. <laughs> he has uh, joined in to speak no evil. Oh, okay. Uh, unit else has blown up. SNL. What's that? Yes, it has. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Jason Reitman is going to be his new movie that he's going to be directing is about a, a is a behind the scenes movie of the 1975 opening night of SNL. Really? Okay. Yeah. Which, if I remember correctly, was um, a uh, a poo poo platter. Um, well, yeah, not a lot of things went right. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, I feel like that that will be interesting to see how that how that goes. I'm just intrigued to see who they get to play these these actors. Like, what, ch- like, okay, so let's see. Who was in the first episode of SNL? So, for one, Chevy Chase. Yep. Uh, let's see here. So, uh, let's see here. Okay, so Chevy Chase, John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, Jane Curtin, uh, Garrett Morris, Lorraine or Lorraine Newman, uh, and Gilda Radner, and then Michael okay. O'Donohue. Wow. Okay. And they were the not ready for prime time players. Mm-hmm. And then the very first episode uh, was hosted by George Carlin. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. And then, oh, it does look like uh, George Coe as well. But that was his only episode was the very first one. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting, like you said, to see who who they get uh, to play, you know, all these different people. And then, like, in that episode also, uh, there was a lot of guests that came in. Uh, and I mean, including, you know, I mean, obviously you have the other people, uh, like if they include any of the writing staff. Mm-hmm. That would include, you know, Lorne Michaels. That would include Al Franken. You know, any of the other guests that came in would include Frank Oz, Jim Henson. Uh, they did some some sketches, and then uh, Andy Kaufman was in there as well. All right, yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting to see where they take this. Most definitely, I'm so intrigued by this. I like like I like movies like this and it's uh, kind of giving me uh, the disaster artist vibes and Ooh, I really yeah. like that movie. Yeah. Okay, okay. I can definitely see that. Yeah. So okay. if they go that route with this movie, I think it'll be good. Yep, and it looks like uh, to write it, he'll be reteaming with Gil Keenan who wrote Ghostbusters After- Afterlife with him. Oh, okay. Cool. So that should be fun. Definitely, because that movie was pretty good. So, yeah, yeah, heck, heck yeah, let's do it. Yeah, well, going from uh, a more adult variety show to a more kid-friendly variety show, and uh. a sketch on there. <laughs> Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? Uh. Number two. <laughs> uh, apparently, we'll begin filming on May eighteenth. <sighs> I hope it's gonna be good. I really do. What? We'll have to see. We'll have to see if they can still make the magic work after how many years yep. and them being older now. Oh, I totally missed it. 
just what? Keenan Thompson is on SNL right now. Oh, he sure is, yeah. <sighs> Dang it, John. Uh, I still have to rewatch the original one. I mean, I do not expect it to hold up at all. Like, at all, at all. But It's still a fun watch, though. Yeah, that, that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Like, if you, like, you may not, like, like it as much as you did as a kid, but it's still a fun watch. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Perfect. Ah, uh, that should be... But yeah, uh, we'll be starting to film, like I said, uh, in Rhode Island on May 18th. Rhode Island. Hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, a vacant friendlies restaurant in North Providence will be used to film Good Burger 2. Okay, awesome. Oh, so apparently... Uh, after they're done filming this, it's going to be torn, uh-huh. torn down and replaced with a car wash. Really? Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so yeah, we'll have to see how it all goes. Uh, but speaking of movies based off of television shows, <laughs> apparently Babylon 5 is getting a, an animated movie. And okay. It's coming from the, the series creator. Interesting. Like, I don't think, I don't think this is based off of the the original Babylon 5 but the the remake Babylon 5 uh let's see here and from the from the 90s in 2000 something I don't remember if it was around in the 2000s probably was though uh let's see here yeah so Babylon 5 1993 to 1998 oh, okay so it lasted for 5 seasons yeah Babylon 5 that from the early 90s uh, is getting an animated movie and apparently it's actually uh, already done really okay yep yep uh, huh. so uh, Straczynski uh, Michael Michael Straczynski J. Michael Straczynski who created Babylon 5 uh, is the one that's kind of bringing all this news out and apparently an animated movie is coming from Warner Brothers Animation and Warner Brothers Home Entertainment uh the film is already finished and in the can, and it feels the most Babylon 5-ish of anything we've done since the original show. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Should be interesting. If you, if you liked Babylon sh- 5. Yeah. Was that a show that you ever watched? It is not. Yeah, me neither. I was a little, uh, little, um, young for Babylon 5. <laughs> yeah. And then, like... Yeah, like, I never really got into, like, Star Trek or Babylon 5. I shouldn't say just Star Trek. It'd be Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. So I, re- I, remember, I remember them always coming on Channel 9. And Battlestar uh, Galactica. And Battlestar Galactica and, uh, you know, Stargate, SG-1, mm-hmm. all those. Stargate Atlantis. Stargate Atlantis. Oh, the always popular Hercules, which is a totally different franchise, but whatever, still fantastic. Xena Warrior Princess. Disappointed! You mean that one? Yep, that one. Okay. You can't always be a blue angel, man. Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) So, speaking of the blue angels... Apparently, J.J. Abrams has been working has been working on a documentary about the Blue Angels, uh, the you know Navy flight crew. Mm-hmm. Navy, Air Force? No, no, not Air Force. Not Air Force. They're Navy. Yeah, they're Navy. Yeah. Uh, and Marine Corps. Yep. 
Navy mm-hmm. and Marine Corps aviation artistry team. Uh, and it looks like Amazon has bought the rights to it. Cool. Okay. So this movie or this documentary was filmed in IMAX. Cool. Okay. But it looks like it will be streaming or in IMAX theaters. I don't okay. see anything about going to uh, theaters in general. Okay. But uh, it definitely is getting an IMAX release at some point in time. Gotcha. Okay. So that should be that should be interesting to see, just because Most like definitely the Blue Angels are insanely good at what they do. Hmm. I mean they they do flyovers. It makes a grown man cry. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, mm-hmm. <laughs> good stuff. It is. It is. You know, it, it's uh, it, it some of the stuff is uh, very moving. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I know that was a stretch. That was that was very much a stretch of a segue <laughs> to our next one. Uh, you know what else is moving? The release Dude, don't date. Don't stray from it. The release date of Strays. Ah, <laughs> uh, there we go. We got there eventually. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the talking animal R-rated comedy that we've talked about before mm-hmm. uh, is going to be moving from June to August. They don't have much faith in it. I mean, apparently <laughs> August has done well for R-rated comedies. That is true. That is true. So, uh, I mean, like, 40-Year-Old Virgin, mm-hmm. uh, Good Boys was an August release. Sure. Oh, uh, Super Bad. I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, although this one will be will be playing against uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Okay. And then, that being said, it will be leaving the battle of The Flash on in June. Okay. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. I still don't know how I feel about this movie yet. Yeah. But uh, I'm still intrigued. So maybe, possibly. We'll have to see how it goes. Yes. Because like sand, like sands in the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Boo! That segue into <laughs> our trailers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that uh, ends with the the news that we have uh, for this week. Going into our trailers, the first trailer that we have is Dune Part Two. Oh, oh. Anakin Skywalker would never last because he well, hates no. sand. Doesn't like sand. Cold, rocks, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> really irritating. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so basically, uh, for this trailer, we get a little bit of a quiet moment between Paul Atreides and um, Zendaya. Mm-hmm. Never remember Zendaya's character's name. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Dune, part two. Uh, Chani. That's it. So, Timothy Chalamet's Paul and uh, Zendaya's uh, Chani. Chani? Chani? Mm-hmm. Chani. Chani. Uh, they have a little bit of a quiet moment at the beginning of the trailer. Uh, but then, basically, we kind of get Paul going through and going through the, the first... Uh, or I guess we don't know if it's actually the first or not, but uh, it is his successful attempt at riding a sandworm. Yes. So, we'll have to see Good how... Job how this all goes which isn't it that he needs that to get the respect of the uh of the sand people the dothraki dothraki or did i i'm sorry i got that totally wrong 
Um, uh, I can never remember doing care. Okay. Uh, fade. The fade. Thank you. <laughs> that was embarrassing. Wait, no, not not, right. not not the fade. Uh, that's Game of Thrones. That is. I was gonna say. Uh, I I would I would think that Daenerys would be their their queen. Yeah. Dune, people of the planet, Freeman. The Freeman, yes. The Fade are the, like, uh, 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 Dave Batista, I think. Mm. Okay. Or Fade. Oh, never mind. Fade. Fade is the name of a character. I I apologize. Uh, Fade is the name of the character originally played by Sting. Oh, okay. And so now in Dune Part Two, we actually got a glimpse of Fade being played by austin butler oh austin butler okay yes yes so that's why he was bald okay that makes sense because he's coming from uh the same people as stellan skarsgård and dave batista Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (gasps) i just saw something (laughs) sorry what did Uh, what did you see the emperor uh shaddam the fourth is being played by Christopher Walken. Awesome. Oh, <laughs> uh, that is awesome. I love it. Um, and then obviously we have Rebecca Ferguson coming back. Josh Brolin is coming back as Gurney. Uh, mm-hmm. Florence Pugh is coming in mm-hmm. uh, as Princess Arulian Carino. And then Leah Sadu is coming in as Lady Margot. Javier Bardem is back as Stilgar. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson, we don't know who he's playing, but he's in it. I think we said we talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this one, oof, I am. Ooh, it looks we, good. It really it looks does. good. Uh, we got a, we got the very kind of like right before the fight uh, between Paul and Fade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just got a glimpse of Stellan Skarsgård, a glimpse of Dave Bautista. Yep. Uh, we'll have to see how this all goes. When so that comes out in November, correct? Uh November third, yes. Okay. Just in time for the holidays. I can't wait. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good fall. It will be. It will be. Uh but that brings us to our next trailer, uh, which is one that I know I know I kind of had some reservations about, but after seeing this trailer, uh I don't know. Well we'll I have less reservations, and that is the trailer for Gran Turismo. So, just like you, I had reservations. I didn't know how they were going to do a movie like this, especially about a racing game. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But the way it's laid out, at least in the trailer so far, I mean, it it looks pretty good. Right, right. So, uh, just in case you weren't aware, Gran Turismo is the story about... Uh, this kid who is one of the top Gran Turismo players in the world on yep. uh, consoles, mm-hmm. you know, as a video game, uh, and basically, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Orlando Bloom. Yep. Orlando Bloom's character wants to take the top Gran Turismo player players and put them through this driving camp to be able to have them drive a car in an actual Gran Turismo race. And to, you know, be a driver within the circuit. And David Harbour is the coach. Yes, yes. Where he has to take a gang or a, a gang of uh, video game 
kids yep. and try to get them into physical enough shape to be able to drive these cars around pulling massive G's and uh, being just in like this sweltering heat and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> you puked on <at> my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. It's great. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, it looks like, I mean, we, we know the, the ending of this story basically um, mm -hmm. because it's based off of a true story. But at the same time, I think they did a very good, or it looks like they have done a very good job at getting this all going. Most definitely. Like, adapting it. Oh, most definitely. Like, I, I, I know you and I, we've had our, our reservations on this, but ultimately this movie looks really super awesome. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm going to actually check this one out. I might have to as well. Yeah. Ugh. Another one I might have to check out is our next trailer, and that is the trailer for Aliens Abducted My Parents, and now I feel kind of left out. <laughs> You're the only one, man. <laughs> I mean, okay, so it, it, it definitely is a bit of a uh, teen movie. Definitely, yes. Uh, and it is going to be kind of one of those cheesy romance stories, I guess, but mm -hmm. the comedy looks like it could be pretty fun uh and it looks like an interesting at least to me it looks like an interesting story okay at least part of it you know the the being abducted by aliens part okay and so with uh with this one it looks like the the story is more that uh this this kid uh watched his parents be abducted by aliens when he was a when he was a kid mm -hmm. uh and he you know grows up into high school there's a new person in the school and they have to, for some reason or another, write about somebody. And so they get told, hey, why don't you write about this kid? You know, that is a little bit of a weirdo. Hmm. And so, you know, it's kind of one of those classic stories. Oh, I'm just going to go and talk to the weirdo. Oh, hey, this weirdo isn't really a weirdo. He's actually really cool. Oh, hey, I'm kind of, you know, falling for him. Um, and then, but there, there is this whole uh, alien... I don't even know if I'd call it a subplot because it, it basically drives the entire thing um, mm -hmm. where, you know, as the title says, aliens abducted my parents and now I feel kind of left out. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, it's a weird thing to be left out, of, to feel left out about, but all right, sure. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, it, it's one of those things where they get to talking and he's, you know, he's trying to figure stuff out, but he feels like his parents are going to return at some point in time. He's holding out hope that they will and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. So, like, that that's the kind of story that I would want to see it for is the alien story. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it looks like it's kind of packaged in this, you know, teen romance story. See, I would want to watch it for the alien story, but not for everything else. Yeah, yeah. I can definitely see that. 100%. But that's just me, though. I'm yeah. just the horror guy, so... <laughs> there you go. That works. That works. How about you and I... So, how about this? How about I watch it, and I watch just the horror parts, and then you watch it for just, like, the lovey-dovey and the normal parts? Uh, I mean, I want, to, I want to watch it for the alien parts, dude. Absolutely not. No, that's not <laughs> how this works. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you chose you chose how you wanted to do this at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
you said no horror, so that's the way we're gonna leave it. <laughs> you you get you get back. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I really didn't understand anything that went on, but there was aliens. Yeah, right. I get back. <laughs> uh, this thing sucked. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. If that kind of interests you, you might want to check out Aliens Abducted My Parents. And now I feel kind of left out, even though I mean, especially since it has a very uh fun fun title to say even if it is kind of uh long that title it reminds me of something like nickelodeon would release like (laughs) aliens in the attic (laughs) uh oh what's the what's the name of the movie um mars needs moms uh how about uh alexander and the terrible horrible no good very bad day i (laughs) love i love that book (laughs) i'm talking about the movie that came out in 2014 I never saw the movie. I need to, though. Because I loved that book so much as a kid. Right. Oh, so good. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't have a very long title. What's that? Our next trailer, which is Meg to the Trench. So, a short title, but a long shark. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, August 4th, we're going to get a sequel to The Meg. Uh, Jason Statham is back. This movie looks like so much fun. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. <laughs> Just the beginning when the Megalodon eats the Tyrannosaurus. Right. It just... <laughs> yeah, so that's the beginning of the movie is, you know, 65 million years ago, there was only one ultimate predator, blah, blah, blah. And then it brings out the T-Rex yeah. who kind of scares off some smaller animals into the water. Yep. And is just roaring out the water. Rawr. And then a megalodon comes around, yep. chomps it right there in front of the screen. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, so in this one, it seems like they go down into the Mariana Trench mm-hmm. and they release uh, what something is trying to, be, to escape. Something is trying to escape, but then th- uh, some some of the creatures escape including three megalodons and also the kraken no and um the kraken. <laughs> release the kraken no and also the uh oh i just had an idea what's that is it gonna be a more blockbuster mega shark versus giant octopus that'd be cool because there was a mega shark versus giant octopus that was released by uh what was the the um that seems like a sci-fi movie. Versus Giant Octopus. Uh, uh, it was an asylum movie. Oh, okay. So, like, uh, a lot. It, it was a B movie. Gotcha, okay. Very much a B movie. Uh, and, I mean, the cast includes, like, Lorenzo Lamas, uh, Deborah Gibson, you know, okay. and then just a bunch of other people that I don't really know about. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's just say at one part of the movie... Uh, Mega Shark and Giant Octopus are fighting, and they get frozen in. This is the plot of Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. They get frozen into a glacier, but due to uh, some people going through and, well, global warming and uh, people going through and like chucking dynamite at these glaciers or something, uh, they uh-huh. break free, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, and so they they start you know battling it out and kind of going to different parts of the ocean. Uh, at one point in time, there is an airplane at cruising altitude over the ocean. A guy looks 
out the window and go like does a really B movie double take and goes oh shh and then you see the mega shark flying up towards the airplane at cruising altitude <laughs> and eating the airplane <laughs> that sounds like a masterpiece <laughs> uh it, it 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 yeah 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 but uh yeah so the meg 2 the trench uh megalodons are released from the marianas trench a giant octopus is released from the marianas trench uh mm. and they have to fight each other maybe or they have to try to get these two creatures back deadified <laughs> be kind of weird if like all of a sudden the shark starts to work with the humans but right. i mean i guess i guess turning it into godzilla versus kong would be i guess the next step to go but <laughs> really bizarre but yeah whatever yeah. Uh, and it's an even bigger megalodon than before. It sure is. <laughs> so we'll have to see how it all goes. Uh, but, you know, this this station, you know, tap, 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 is made meg-proof. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then just... Oh, crunch. Crunch. Arrar. 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 Uh, but yeah, meg-2. That is a thing, apparently. Uh, so... Uh, that leads us to our last trailer, which released today as of recording. What? Blew my mind. Um, and that is the trailer hey, that for. That makes sense. <laughs> that is the trailer for Oppenheimer. I I really want to watch this movie. Yeah, it needs to be July already. It does, not just July. I mean, we can we can go to July twentieth. I'll, I'll I'll say July twentieth. We'll go we'll go mm-hmm. there. For no particular reason. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is that is just over two months away. Ooh, uh, I can give you a counter. Hold on one second. Ooh. Ooh, did I start it right at the beginning? <gasps> I did. Go me for my timing. Uh, let's see here. We have, give me a couple of seconds, two months, seven days, nine hours, ten minutes. I didn't say the seconds. Oh, what the heck? Lame. I want to know the seconds. Uh, 12 seconds so 2 months, 7 days, 9 hours, 10 minutes 9 seconds, 8 seconds, 7 seconds 6 seconds (laughs) Uh, is the the premiere of Oppenheimer this looks so so good I am so excited I am ready for Killian Murphy as Oppenheimer me too not sure how I feel about Matt Damon as the army guy I forgot that he was even in it. Yes. And he just kind of showed up and I was like, oh, there's Matt Damon. Okay. And then Robert Downey Jr. is in it as well. Florence Pugh, Kenneth Branagh, Gary Oldman, Jack Quaid, Josh Hartnett, Alden Ehrenreich, Rami Malek, Gustav Skarsgård, uh, David Desmalkian, Dane DeHaan, Casey Affleck, Emily Blunt. Ugh. So many people. So many people. That's, that's right. <laughs> Emily Blunt is, is Kitty Oppenheimer. That's right, yep. Wait, Gary Oldman is Harry S. Truman? Ooh. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, uh, I cannot wait. Uh, Christopher Nolan, I hope you've made a classic. I really do. Right? I really like Tenant, so I'm really excited for this. 
What about uh, Inception? Inception was fantastic. Memento? Memento was fantastic. The, the only movie he produced. The Prestige was pretty darn good. The only movie that I kind of scoff at is uh, Interstellar. Really? Yeah, that's the only one that I kind of just, eh. Okay, okay. Not The Dark Knight Rises? No, I really enjoyed that one. I thought it, I thought it finished up his Batman series okay. pretty well. Insomnia? Fantastic movie. Love Robert or Robin Williams as the bad guy. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then Dunkirk and... Oh, that's another one I didn't really think was that great either. I would give that one less than... I I would give... So, Interstellar is a lot higher than Dunkirk is. Okay, okay. So, you Christopher Nolan fans, you can send your hate mail. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Oppenheimer. I am ready for it. I really can't say too much about the trailer because, as with most Christopher Nolan movies, there's not a lot kind of given away, but... Mm-hmm. We get, uh, we get, kind of a, a feel of the character. We get that they're going around trying to collect scientists and bring them out to the middle of the desert so that everybody lives in one spot so that nobody will leave, uh, so that none of this information can get out to other yep. countries that might want to uh, have this stuff uh, first. Mm-hmm. It, what it seems like is that uh, they are in a race with the with the Germans mm-hmm. to try and make a bomb mm-hmm. that could end the war in the world or end the world basically yes <laughs> and they want to be the first to do it okay okay at least that's what it seems i don't yeah. know if that's exactly what it is but i think so i mean it, I it is it. based it is based off of um and the biography basically of oppenheimer Okay. Um, and it's based on fact, so you can't change too much about it. Oh, exactly. So we'll have to see how it goes. And uh, apparently, what what Killian Murphy was saying is that uh, <laughs> they they basically were were interviewing Killian, Killian Murphy, and he said he's so understated and self-deprecating, and in his very English manner, just said, "Listen, I've written this script. It's about Oppenheimer. I'd like you to be my Oppenheimer." Uh, and that's what Christopher Nolan told Dillian Murphy. Okay. And he's like, it was a great day. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last time Killian Murphy worked with him was what? Dunkirk. Inception. Uh, yeah, that's right. Dunkirk. Because I don't think he was in Tenant. He wasn't in Tenant. I was trying to think if he was in... Um, he wasn't in inter, 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 yeah, Interstellar. He wasn't in Interstellar. And then Dark Knight Rises, he was as the uh, Scarecrow Judge. Right. And he may, and he was also in Dark Knight for a small bit. Yep. Yep. And then obviously Batman Begins. Right. And then. But yeah. Wait. So. Oh yeah, because Inception was 2010. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, where's Inception? I don't see it. Right. And then I forgot about him being in Inception. Mm. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We'll have to see how it all goes. Uh, But that does lead us to the end of our trailers, unless you want to say anything else about Oppenheimer or any of our other trailers. Nope, I'm good. All right. Well, we'll be going into some movies here but before that make sure you visit us at facebook or facebook.com slash movies are a thing we're also on twitter and instagram at movies are a thing no space dash slash anything like that at movies are a thing come on by and say hi (laughs) so 
that leads us into the movies that are premiering this week. The first one that we have is Knights of the Zodiac. This one is rated PG-13 and will be in theaters. Uh, Saya, a headstrong street teen, spends his time fighting for cash while he searches for his abducted sister. When one of his fights unwittingly taps into mystical powers he never knew he had, uh, Saya finds himself thrust into a world of warring saints, ancient magical training, and a reincarnated goddess who needs his protection. If he's to survive, he will need to embrace his destiny and sacrifice everything to take his rightful place among the Knights of the Zodiac. Uh, hold on. Dang it. Dang it. Uh, IMDB has this one at a 4.6 out of 10. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. This looks like, like, this looks like a live-action anime. It kind of does. Uh, although I really don't want to go watch it. Really? I thought for sure you would have, considering it has uh, the girl from the Power Rangers. Girl from the Power Rangers? Yeah, from the from the real from the remake or the the uh, 2017, 2018 one. Uh, I mean, it has the the girl from Jumanji who played Bethany. Oh, that's it. That's it. Okay, I was trying to think what movie it was. It's Jumanji. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. I thought. And then it's got. I thought it, it, oh, sorry. No, I, I thought it was the girl who played, who was in Power Rangers. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I mean, it's got uh, uh, Famke Jess, Jansen. It does? Yep. She, it's got she Sean is, Bean. Yep, Sean Bean. It's got uh, Mark DeCoscos. Mm-hmm. I can never pronounce his last name. Um, <laughs> Iron Chef host. Oh, uh, yeah, Mark Dukakis. <laughs> not, not Dukakis. <laughs> it's, it it's uh Dacascos 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 it's one of those sure okay yeah D A C A S C O S a la cuisine <laughs> secret ingredient beer <laughs> a gouda fish <laughs> a gummy bears <laughs> uh, he was so over the top. Oh, he was, but it, it was, was fantastic. Great. It was great. Uh, Iron Chef America, just to kind of clarify, not the original Iron Chef. Right, right, right. Uh, but yes, so, I mean, I don't know. It, it kind of feels... I don't know how to say this. It feels like a Nickelodeon theater movie. So, normally, I would be right there with you... When I first saw the pre the, the okay, not the preview, but when I first saw the poster for this, I was like, This movie looks terrible, I don't wanna watch this. But then we watched the trailer for the episode and now I wanna see this. It looks ridiculous. It looks like a lot of fun though. Right. So, uh basically this is based off of an anime, which is why it looks like a live action anime. Just as a mm-hmm. heads up for you. And it's from Toei Entertainment too. So that they're Ooh. they uh they are well Toei is a big anime company yeah, they do, uh, over in Japan. They do at least one of the Dragon Ball stuff, right? Or do they do, they they do sure all do. of it? Uh they do at least some of it. Yeah. Uh One Piece as well. Yeah, Dragon yep. Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Wait. Prince yeah, wait, Princess Mononoke, really? Mm. Oh. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. So uh, we'll have to see how this. We'll have to see how it goes. I mean, like I said, it just kind of, eh, for me. 
this is definitely a yeah for me. If I watch this and like this, I'm going to want this director to make a live-action Dragon Ball Z movie. Uh, Tomas Bajinski? Or, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So he's done a couple of shorts. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's done a lot of shorts. Okay. Like, this is, this is basically his first uh, feature film. That's the word I'm looking gotcha. for. Gotcha. But he's done a lot of, like, Polish legends mm-hmm. as shorts. So we'll see how it all goes. I look forward to it. Cool. Fantastic. Uh, so that brings us to our next movie, which is Hypnotic. This one is rated R and will be in theaters. Determined to find his missing daughter, Austin detective Danny Rourke finds himself spiraling down a rabbit hole investigating a series of reality-bending crimes where he will ultimately call into question his most basic assumptions about everything and everyone in his world. Aided by Diana Cruz, a gifted psychic, Rourke simultaneously pursues and is pursued by a lethal specter, the one man he believes holds the key to finding the missing girl, only to, only to discover more than he ever bargained for. Uh, IMDb has this one at a 6.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. This is a weird release week. It is. Very weird. But I am down for this one as well. This one this one looks very, very strange. This is the Ben Affleck uh, and um, Christoph Waltz? Is that who it was? Uh, that was... Um, no. Ben, no, William Fickner. Ben Affleck. Yeah, William Fickner, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Uh, where William Fickner is like a hypnotist? Is, yeah, or like a uh, hypnotist or a... Uh, is that what? Yeah, a hypnotist. That's the right word for it. Uh, yeah, especially since the uh, title of the movie is hypnotic. Uh, right? Ah, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically, um, I don't know. I feel like he's just playing with Ben Affleck's mind, especially Mm -hmm. since we see him being able to basically have people go and like these random people go and completely, uh, like rob armored cars or armored vehicles. Mm -hmm. And then I don't completely understand the whole like bending of reality and all this and that, but I guess that might come clear once I see the movie, but so (laughs) I, I feel it's more like, He's got Ben Affleck under hypnosis kind of thing. Oh, that could be. And so that's where the bending of reality comes in. So he's got him, like, convinced that he's seeing something or William Fickner is doing something when he's actually not doing anything. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. So kind of like Inception where they're in when they're under? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I get you. Implanting. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so that that is that is that one. Our okay. next movie that we have is Book Club, The Next Generation. This one is rated PG-13 and will be in theaters. The highly anticipated sequel follows our four best friends as they take their book club to Italy for the fun girls trip they never had. When things go off the rails and secrets are revealed, their relaxing vacation turns into a once-in-a-lifetime cross-country adventure. Uh, IMDB did not have a score for this one. Rotten Tomatoes has this one at a 65% and Metacritic has it at a 49. I have no interest to see this, but a lot of old people will. Yeah, this is this is not uh, for our demographic. No, it is not. <laughs> but yeah, this one this one has is starring Jane Fonda, Diane Keaton, Mary Steenburgen and Candice Bergen. Yeah. 
And then it also has Don Johnson, Andy Garcia, Craig T. Nelson, uh, Giancarlo Giannini, lots of lots of people that are um, well established actors and actresses. Let's mm-hmm. go with that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like yeah, like I said, this this is not made for our demographic at all. Um, you know, for the for the longest time, like I. I recognized everybody except for Mary Steenburgen. Like I recognized her, but I couldn't place her. Oh, okay. Un- until I clicked her name. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Great Scott!" Right. It's Clara. <laughs> Clara Clayton. Yep. The one that Clayton that Clayton Canyon was named after. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So that one kind of threw me for a loop, and then. Uh, Don Johnson, who more more recently <laughs> was in uh, Knives Out as uh, Richard mm-hmm. Drysdale, married right. to Jamie Lee yep. Curtis in the movie, uh, but you know back in the day was Detective James Crockett on Miami Vice. Sure was, and also Nash Bridges, mm-hmm. and, and Nash Big Daddy Bridges. on Django Unchained. Yes, he was. Uh, Good stuff. See. Yeah, yeah. So. If that if you watched the first one and really liked it, maybe go check it out. This one has an audience score of eighty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, as of right now. Um, but yeah, basically, it looks like, uh, oh, who is that? Is that Jane Fonda? Uh, basically, is getting married, and it turns into a bachelorette weekend, basically for the most part. Wow. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be rushing out to see that one, right? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, All right, but that leads it. us to our next movie, which is still a Michael J. Fox movie. Uh, this movie recounts Fox's extraordinary story in his own wor- words, the improbable tale of an undersized kid from a Canadian army base who rose to the heights of stardom in 1980s Hollywood. The account of Fox's public life, full of nostalgic thrills and cinematic l- gloss, will unspool alongside his never-before-seen private journey, including the years that followed his diagnosis at 29 with Parkinson's disease. Uh, Intimate and honest, and produced with unprecedented access to Fox and his family, the film will chronicle Fox's personal and professional triumphs and travails, and will explore what happens when an incurable optimist confronts an incurable disease. With a mix of adventure and romance, comedy and drama, watching the film will feel like, well, a Michael J. Fox movie. Uh, IMDb has this one at an 8.5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 98% certified fresh, and Metacritic is sitting at a 75. I wish this wasn't on Apple. Yeah. Oh, sorry. This one is rated R and will be on Apple TV+. My bad. No, you're good. Uh, yeah, this one will be a streaming on Apple TV+. Uh, but it looks it looks so good. And, I mean, you and me both love documentaries we we are all for documentaries mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this is no exception well especially documentaries about like some of our favorite actors right right exactly and like it's just it's such a shame that it has to be on apple tv plus but i mean maybe it'll become available in other ways but it probably won't be for a while, which is a shame. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we'll have to see how it goes. Exactly. But if you guys watch it, let us know how, how it is. We want to know. Right. Right. Exactly. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but it looks like it's getting some pretty good reviews. 
as of right now mm-hmm. on Metacritic, it has 14 positive and one mixed. One mixed. Okay. Well, that person just had a bad day or something. Jeez. <laughs> how could you be? How could you say something bad about a Michael J. Fox movie? Come on now. <laughs> uh, Peter Bradshaw from The Guardian. You got called out. Well, boo earns. <laughs> nice. Uh, but that leads us to our next movie. And that one is Blackberry. This one is rated R and will be a limited release. Blackberry tells the story of Mike uh, Lazarus, <laughs> Lazaritis and Jim Balsile. Balsile? I can't <laughs> pronounce names. I apologize. The two men that charted the course of the spectacular rise and catastrophic demise of the world's first smartphone. Uh, this one has an IMDb has this one at a 7.7 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 98% certified fresh. And Metacritic is sitting at an 82. I want to see this one, too. <laughs> this one is a limited release, so it might not be around mm-hmm. uh, a little bit for a little bit here. But right. this is the one with uh, Jay Baruchel as uh, Mike Lazaridis. 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 Yes. <laughs> and Glenn Howerton, right? Uh, yes. 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 As Jim Balsile. Balsile? Yeah, I love it. Balsile? And then Carrie Elwes is in it as well. Oh, that's right. Yes, he is. Michael Ironsides is in it. Oh, fan- I love him. Uh, it should be should be pretty fun. I hope so. And by fun, I mean interesting watching, again, the meteoric, me- meteoric rise and catastrophic demise of the world's <laughs> first smartphone. Yep, and kids nowadays ha- have it so good with their iPhones and their Androids, <laughs> while we had to juggle with the BlackBerry. Well, those who had a BlackBerry. Yeah, if if you were if you were uh, rich enough to have a BlackBerry, and uh, we we had T nine texting. That's right. Uh it was that was a thing. Those were uh, the days. I used to be so quick at T9 texting. Done. <laughs> How did you text so fast? Very it, carefully. It takes, that's right. It takes skill. It does. It does. Uh, and not, not predictive texting. Actual T9 yeah. texting. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, Good stuff. Uh, it, should be, it should be fun to watch. Um, but that leads us to our last movie of the night. Which, uh, which is Fool's Paradise. This one is rated R and will be a limited release as well. A satirical comedy about a down-on-his-luck publicist who discovers a recently released mental health patient who looks just like a misbehaving movie star. The pub- publicist subs him into a film, creating a new star. But fame and fortune are not all they are cracked up to be. Uh, IMDB, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and Metacritic do not have a score for this one. Yet another one I want to watch. <laughs> so this this is the one with Charlie Day, uh, and then it also as the main character, uh, who is the recently released mental health patient who is mm-hmm. mute. Um, he is his character is named the Fool. It also has uh, Ken Jong in it as the uh, down on his luck publicist. Mm-hmm. But just going through some of the other people in this movie. Uh, Jason Sudeikis, Adrian yep. Brody, Kate Beckinsale, uh, Jason Bateman, uh, Catherine McNamara, uh, Glenn Howerton, again, Edie Falco, awesome. Dean yep. Norris, Common, 
uh, and Ray Liotta in one of his last... Oh, and John Malkovich. Uh, but yeah, Ray Liotta in one of his last uh, appearances on film. Oh, I love it. And also, it was written and directed by Charlie Day. That's super cool. I Yeah, this movie looks hilarious. I am mm. so excited for this. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it, it's basically... It basically feels like um, Charlie Chaplin's character. Oh, um... Like, the the, char- the main character that he plays... All, like, if you think of Charlie Chaplin, you think of this character. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so what did he... What was his character's name in that? I just always thought of him as, you know, just Charlie Chaplin. I didn't know he had a character name for it. The Tramp. Oh, okay. That was, that was the name. Um, but with the little, like, bowler hat and mustache and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Which you wouldn't necessarily be able to use that mustache nowadays. Um, yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it, it reminds me of Charlie Champlin's The Tramp character mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, but this movie, it looks funny. It looks really good. Uh, but it is uh, a limited release as well. Uh, so we'll okay. see how it all goes. Definitely. Well, hopefully I can find it. I, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, but that is the end of our movies. Travis. Yes, sir. We have a lot of movies. We sure do. And a lot of these movies you have said that you want to watch. I sure do. And that's a trouble. That's troublesome for me. So, so if you I'm had a chance, you want... if, you have, if you had the availability to watch all of these movies, what order would you want to watch them in? Okay. So, let's go. This one's tough this week. Gosh. Um... I'm going to go first Hypnotic because I love Ben Affleck and it's directed by Robert Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. Um, Two, I would go... Two, I would go... Two, I would go still a Michael Jackson... Or a Michael J. Fox... Michael Jackson. Michael J. Fox movie if I had Apple. Mm -hmm. Um, Three, I would go Knights of the Zodiac. Four, I would go Fool's Paradise. Five, Blackberry. And six, Book Club, because I just have no interest. (laughs) Okay, okay. See, I think I would go still first. Okay. And then probably Fool's Paradise. Okay. And then, ooh, Hypnotic blackberry and then the other two i don't really have too much of a uh, thought process on sure okay that's fair enough so uh yeah yeah that is the end of our movies travis do you have anything else you would like to say about our movies or news or trailers anything like that uh i've got nothing sir all right well then Make sure you visit us at Facebook or Facebook.com slash movies are a thing. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are a thing. No spaces, dashes, slash anything like that at movies are a thing. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash movies are a thing. If you want to help support the podcast, we do have that over there. Travis. Yes, sir. I do believe it is about that time. Here comes. Cue the outro. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us.
sure there's no cat around my chair. When I scoot back here, there we go. Okay. Meow. 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 That is ridiculous. 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 Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <sighs> Don't mind me just yawning again. It's alright. I was yawning a lot last week, so it's all good. Yeah? You sure? Are you yeah. sure? Yep. Yeah. I, I don't know about that, man. Because it's like, every time I yawn, I just go through and I, I, I yawn, and... Ah, oh, sorry. That was, that was, yeah. That was good, though. <laughs> <laughs> Nightcrawler. No, not that one. No, 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 no not right. that one either. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> no, uh, the other one. No, yeah, the other yeah. one. <laughs> Your other left. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't mean... I might not see the guy that I expect to see. Sorry, one second. I got to double check one thing. Huh. Okay. Sorry, I was, I was thinking of something else completely, uh, oh, which is like why a I was totally very different show. I was thinking of a different show, um, which is why I was very confused. Okay. But yeah, just kind of shows up and Matt Damon. Well, I mean, it makes sense because uh, that's the thing that fans scream to him the most. Right. Right. Yep. Wait one second. There, there's an IMDb page for me, uh, Memento. Okay. And under the description, it has remake of the 2000 film Memento about a man suffering from a short-term memory loss while trying to track down his wife's killer. Probably because they watched it backwards? Uh, maybe. I don't know. So there's some people out there that will watch it backwards. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, weird. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> we need excellent quality all the time. All the time. All the time. I'm always watching Mike Wazowski. Always watching. You're making him lose his concentration. I'm sorry, Mr. Sullivan. <laughs> I don't want to yell, like actually yell, yell. So I can't. Actually, I can't do my <laughs> It was a quiet yell. Uh, I don't know. I, I have to pull those guys out every once in a while. Of course you have to. It's good right? stuff. Put that thing back where it came from, or so help me. <laughs> Put that thing back where it came from, or so help me. So help me. So help me. And cut. <laughs> Oh, I have to watch Monsters, Inc. again. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. 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 It's high-quality scare 2-0. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, I, am, I am excited for Dune 2. Me too. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. 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 Yep.
I All think right. I think I should probably get going. Sounds good. You have yourself a good one. You too, sir. All right. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.